What's up, guys? How you doing? John Hendricks here, as always, for a brand new episode of the Threshold Floor Podcast. On this week's episode, me and Brad are hanging out, talking about the recent news and things that have come out in the few weeks since we've recorded. And then we've got Chad on to talk about the brand new Land of Redemption. So we're glad you're here. Thanks for joining, as always. And we'll get right into it. All right, guys, welcome into a, well, I mean, this is a, another episode of the podcast on the other side of kind of a mini hiatus. <laughs> we're doing a really good at, or we're getting really good at these comeback episodes. We just keep going away and then coming back. Maybe we'll find some consistency in our lives, but we are here. We have not gone anywhere. I did go to Disney World, and apparently that took precedence, and the podcast suffered. So for that, I'm sorry, guys. But we're back. We're here. We're ready to rock and roll. Brad, how you doing? You know, in the in the words of Lecrae, we keep the hate on hiatus. So there you go. That's a throwback from you know, fifteen years ago. But uh, I think we. <laughs> I think the community will forgive you for going to Disney World. I yeah, think they will. I think my feet are finally starting to forgive me because <laughs> I don't. I don't know if you guys, anybody that's listening, you've either you've either met me or you've heard me make jokes about it myself, like. I'm not out of shape. I'm in shape. I'm round. You know, I'm a little round around my edges, but, you know, I, I do okay. You know, most people say rough around the edges. Um, so I'm a big guy. And I went to Disney World coming off of, like, just working crazy hours and stuff. And it it was it, it was fun. It was absolutely fun. Enjoyed it. Got to build custom lightsabers. We built a custom droid. Had a blast at the Star Wars uh, end of Hollywood Studios. But the trip overall was great. But we ended up logging our... I didn't realize that on the health app on iPhone, you could see the distance walked. We added it up, and we walked just under 50 miles at the parks. Oh, my goodness. I totally believe that. I'm telling you, dude, like, my feet were swollen. I had blisters all over my feet. Um, So, basically... The moral of the story is next time we go to Disney World, I am definitely going to get fitted for proper fitting shoes, but feet are doing better, um, and it, it definitely doesn't hurt to get some walking in, and yeah, so here we are. We're back. Disney World was a blast. I know we haven't talked about it much since we started this, but it's it's football season since, mm. you know, that kind of happened around the same time that we went away. It's football season. And there's several of you out there probably listening that are involved in the Redemption Fantasy League. So I would just, uh, I think this might be the first time the Redemption Fantasy League is actually getting a, you know, a shout out on the on the podcast here. But I'm doing okay in the Redemption Fantasy League this year, so you might hear about it a little bit more often. How's your team doing, Brad? Um, well, it's it's probably the worst league I'm in as far as. <laughs> It's the worst <laughs> league, or you're the worst in it. No, I, I'm the you worst. You made that sound like the league was really bad. No, 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 no. I'm doing the Which, worst. Which I mean, in this it league. might be. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of in charge. I'm doing a little better than I thought. Uh, I think I was eighth place last week, and I have moved up to fifth. So, yeah, not too bad. Kirk Cousins, man, he did me wrong last week. So, man, uh, 
I was uh, last time I checked it, I think I'm in third, and I was sitting on Derrick Henry and Josh Jacobs running backs that just kind of fell to me, and I was I wasn't feeling too good until last week, and then they both decided, hey, we'll actually play like we're supposed to. <laughs> so appreciate those guys for helping me not look as bad. In my defense, my number one overall pick got hurt like week or or the beginning and, of week two. And who was Nick your Chubb. pick? Nick, Nick Chubb. Chubb. Yeah, he, yeah, he was killing it too. And then now he's out for the year. Man, I've, I'm still so proud of the nickname that I, I I did a few years back with him. I think it until I just changed it in the league that you are also in. Me and you are in like three different leagues together. <laughs> no, my yeah. personal one that like I've had running for like ten years now. I think this is the tenth season for it. I had I just changed my picture to the new king of the hill because the person that is going for a three-peat in that league was King of the Hill and then King of the Hill Part 2. And this year, he doesn't have Tyreek Hill. I have him, so I'm the new King of the Hill. Nice. So I, anyway, I I had – it's it's from Hot Tub Time Machine, the movie. But I remember a couple of years ago, and it, the picture stayed on there forever, even though I, like, I think I changed my name. But it was Hot Chub Time Machine, and it was – literally I pasted Nick Chubb's like face over the guy in the hot tub from hot tub time machine. And it's really hard to see it in the little picture format, but I thought it was really cool. And then that's pretty good. I think like a year or two before that I had Saquon Barkley and it was like the wrath of Quan, you know, like the wrath of Khan. And I did the old like movie poster and like posted him in it. Yeah. So I like to get a little creative with the pictures, not just the title of the of the team, but all that to say, guys, it's football season. Podcast is back. Redemption has roots right around the corner. There's a ton of cool things. I'm in a really good. I'm in a really good mood. Yeah. And also, got to keep in mind, the 49ers are the best team in football. <laughs> you knew I wasn't gonna talk football oh, and not mention man. that. No. You know it's true. That's what. No. That's what hurts you so much. No. Speaking of hurts. Eagles, baby. Let's go. That's who I have to cheer for now since the Saints ain't doing it. <laughs> Dude, have you seen that commercial where they're like, Jalen, what's up with this? Has your name always been Jalen? Hulu has live sports. Like his last name just, just spreads out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why, but I really like that commercial. Because you secretly like the Eagles. That's why. Yeah. So, Redemption Fantasy Football League, if you're in it and you're not doing well, don't give up. I mean, that's right. There's going to be somebody on the waiver wire. I mean, there's not going to be a, another Puka Nakua, which I don't know why you guys didn't pick him up. Listen, you got to do like me and John in the Zoom Discord Invitational. We're not giving up. We're like in tenth and eleventh place. But you know what? We're not giving up. I thought <laughs> I thought we agreed that we were. <laughs> <laughs> we will not give up. We will keep playing to the end. I I unfortunately have only played one game. <laughs> I played, I played Jacob Ager the Wise, and then I went to Disney World, and I had the deck. Matter of fact, here you you can see it on video. Here's the deck; it's in the box. Me it. and you built this deck together at my workplace uh, yeah. that night, and that's what I was going to play through the Zoom Discord invitational thing, and I forgot to pack it. So mm-hmm. I naturally, I'm not that worried. I'm having fun at Disney World. We come back. And because of schedule conflicts, I wasn't available. And then I was available, but he 
I was supposed to play against Cactus Knee. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, his name is Jason. But anyway, he was going camping with his family, and so we didn't get to link up and, and make it happen in time. So now I'm paired with um, Grig, and he messaged me, and I'm such a terrible person that I have not reached back out to him to tell him my availability because I was trying to wait and see how the podcast worked. Um, <laughs> then like I, I can know my availability in the evenings after that. So I'm sorry if you're listening to the podcast, bud. I'm a terrible person. I'm sorry. Yep. Me and you's got them wilderness decks, man. I hadn't seen a wilderness card yet, but <laughs> but me and you are staying strong with some of the wilderness cards that came out. Dude. So, but um, speaking of Discord, uh, I keep getting notifications like every time I log on that I have to like change my name because they're doing this thing where like my name's too basic, I guess. Oh man. So like. They so like, you need the listeners to help you pick out a new name. Oh, no. I already got a name. Oh, man. What is it? Do you want me to know. guess it? <laughs> um, you can. Is it cool? Man. No, it's not cool. Oh. Uh, it's redemption related-ish. Redemption. Brad, heart after God. No. <laughs> it has nothing to do with David, actually, but I'll probably keep the picture. Okay. I, I don't know. You'll have to throw me a bone here. So I guess it. So the only thing I could think, because I was like, all right. The only thing I use Discord for is redemption. So I got to have something redemption and, and something that people would maybe identify me with yeah. in redemption. So Ruth? <laughs> it has nothing to do with the cards. That's, that's your hint. Nothing to do with the cards. Nothing to really do actually with the game. Is it something to do with podcasting? Yeah. Okay, so it's... Is it a microphone? No. Because you can't, you can't be stealing Tyler Talk's new logo. I saw, I saw that. Did you see I that? I told you I wasn't going to change my picture. I know, Keep but did picture. you see his? He's no. got like slick back hair. This little like, I, I don't know, graphic of a dude with slick back hair, <laughs> which seems a little bit more flamboyant than shockingly Tyler is. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I know he's a little flamboyant, but like the the wow. picture makes it look like it's. Dude, shots fired early in the podcast. I'm not, I'm not, throw, I'm not throwing shots. Like, <laughs> you can't be like me and not care how your hair looks and then talk about people. I'm not trying to do that. I'm just saying. Like, it's overly accentuating the fact that, like, he's got his pushed back, you know. No, I'm just saying, like, flamboyant. Looks like, looks like he would have a tattoo on his forearm and be a youth pastor is what the logo <laughs> looks like. Nice. <laughs> I'm just saying, you, you throw out the word flamboyant. I mean, people whoa, take that whoa. different ways. You know yeah, I'm saying? not. I'm not meaning it that way. Calm down, <laughs> dude. And uh, you say I say the controversial stuff. <laughs> I didn't say it. Yeah, but you're pointing it out. It's the same. Trying to, trying to help you out to see how other people may see. This is a very flamboyant podcast so far. <laughs> but anyway, so we wanted to um, obviously kind of come up with some cool topic to talk about while we've been away, and what better thing to talk about then dude have you seen land of redemption i know it went away for a while it was kind of like us it went away and then it came back and it looks great and it's better than ever i know we're not better than ever but <laughs> <laughs> the the new site looks great and obviously there's some there, there's a certain style with it and maybe that's not everyone's style so you know we can talk about that but we're going to end up having chad who is the owner of Land of Redemption now, took that on from Gabe. 
And then he worked with Daniel, the creator, to redesign that. So we're going to have a conversation with Chad talking about, you know, the goal of this redesign, kind of what inspired it and just all things Land of Redemption, because I think it's really cool that there's something super presentable to outside people that makes it look like a wow factor. Even if you don't like all of the the design elements, it's it's hard to say that it's not an improvement for engaging someone that is not aware of redemption as a game. You put this on a boom, unite heroes, save souls. Uh, all right, what's this about? And it's like it grabs you now, and I think that's really cool. Um, so we'll we'll talk about land of redemption later. But you know how we do it here at the podcast. We're gonna go through and we're gonna tell you about all these videos and 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 all this content that's come out that we have no idea about because we have not had time to watch or read or listen, but hey, speak for yourself on that. I've been, oh, been keeping up, man. You've been keeping Ish. up. Okay. Keeping so up. have you listened to the interview with the guardian? I know we interviewed him. Justin Allstead is making his rounds in the uh, redemption content community here. Yes, actually I did listen to that. And I also listened to, I just listened today to, uh, the interview with Nick Marshall, too. So. Oh, from Chamber of Angels? Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. So, yeah, Rob M. Studios did an interview with Justin sometime after we had him on the last episode of the podcast. And there was a lot of, of talk at one point because I kind of just skimmed it so I would kind of have an idea of what they were talking about. And they were talking about the game and how it's kind of at the point that I was listening, how, like, It used to be this thing, but now it's like there's so much content available for it. The game seems to be buzzing. There's Roots coming out, and Roots is going to kind of like the collision of both worlds. It's like the new new face of the game with the old classic, you know, kids that grew up playing this game that are now adults playing this game are going to get to play Angel and the Oak, for example, in a new form. Not quite as good as the old one, but still Otto. Not quite, but he is auto. Not an auto include in your deck, though. <laughs> uh, He's a little more flamboyant nowadays. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so and you you mentioned the interview with Nick Marshall, who is the winner of Type One Two Player at Nationals, and my boy James. I know I know people probably are like, why, why is it taking so long to edit? Because he's always talking about editing taking a long time. But that was a pretty good conversation. I, I listened to most of that. I actually, I fell asleep listening to it. And I, the when I woke up and was driving to work, I like skimmed and found where I was and continued it. Um, I was like, oh yeah, I remember that. I don't remember that. Rewind, let's play. And I finished it. And uh, that's a really good conversation. And you get to see some of the um, the thought process that went into the deck and some really good questions from James on that. So if you have not checked out Chamber of Angels podcast, um, there's no competition here. We don't want you to listen to us and not listen to him. Listen to both. Go and check that out. And that's really cool if you are someone that maybe you went to nationals and you didn't do as well as you wanted. That way you can kind of get inside the mind of someone that did well. Obviously, he did well enough to win. But even if he hadn't won and it had broke a different way, he still would have been one of those guys in that cluster at the top that you expected to do well and did well because they have just a read on, they can, they can look at cards from the same card pool and just kind of know how to put stuff together and what's too much of 
something and what do you really need to worry about from the opponent without it being too much. You know, some people go counter heavy and it slows their deck down, but he finds a good mix of having counter pieces and whatever, or just ignoring what the opponent's trying to do to get to his win condition. So it's a good conversation. Yeah. I think, um, probably one of the coolest takeaways I took from that, but there was a lot. I really enjoyed that episode. Uh, was the fact that, uh, the way he built his deck was not really thinking about so much the strategy of other people. Just like my deck's going to do this and it's going to do it the best. (laughs) And, And then it was like, when he said that he doesn't think, I think he said that uh, he doesn't think in eight rounds that somebody played an evil enhancement in battle. I was like, that's nuts. Like, what is going on here? Like, what kind of game are you playing? He's um, playing the game where you win, apparently. Yeah, he's like, the best The best offense is when they don't play enhancements. I was like, um, okay. <laughs> well, I think I need to redo how um, yeah. I've ever done any game of redemption. I mean, that's... That is true. The best thing you can do is just not let them play their cards. How many times have you walked away frustrated? You're like, I mean, we talk about it all the time. Man, I couldn't even play my cards. Stupid Mostly Jeremy. Just against Jeremy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was one game where before Widow got nerfed, where I, I don't think I played more than five or six cards in my territory, like the entire game. Man, that's rough. And I never had more than like three or four cards in my hand. Yeah. So, yeah, it was one of those games. I was like, man, I didn't play a single evil card that game, like the entire game. Not a character, not an enhancement, but good good riddance. Yeah, good riddance. I guess also the last time we recorded, you have to go back a, f- <laughs> a few weeks, obviously, but Redemption with Jaden hadn't actually started back, I don't believe, because we were talking with Justin, obviously Jaden's brother, and he... um he was talking about the new wall with all of the plaques and stuff. And, dude, I've seen it in some of the videos now, and it looks mm-hmm. really good. They did a so, great job on that. I don't know if it – I still don't know if it should have taken, you know, six months. Mm-hmm. But, hey, it, it looks really good. So I give you guys props for putting that together. It looks really cool. Obviously, I think you probably got the best backdrop for a redemption video in the game. So, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll give it to you, Mr. Classic. Mm-hmm. Since then, Redemption with Jaden has, uh, he's got gameplay from both, uh, well, I guess all three rounds now. Round one, two, and three of the Lackey Grand Prix. In the first one, he used a deck called Priest Breaker. And then the second round, he used Handyman, which was a blue deck. And I did watch that because I was like, ooh, I see Cloud of Witness Abraham. Let me just go ahead and tell you, Jaden, Jaden messed it all up. Blue is actually better than he played it. I'm sorry. Um, but beyond that, I haven't watched <laughs> the one for this week. Did you hear Nick Marshall say that about Blue? No, what did he say? Oh, man. I, you I, didn't I, hear that in the Chamber of Angels? I, I probably did and just don't recall it off the top of my head. Oh, you would remember this. He said, Blue has never been good enough to play. He's never played it and never plans on playing it. <laughs> Dude, where was that in it? I wonder if that's oh. part of the, what I missed. Uh, now, don't quote me on the, you know, that's the yeah. paraphrase version, but it was essentially that. I was like, Dude, I, I, wow. I, I also have never really played blue, so maybe I'm not too far off from Nick. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I, I mean, I did listen to a lot of it while I was half asleep and then asleep, you know, before I went and tried to find where I was. So maybe I missed it in there, but that sounds like shots were directly fired. So we might have <laughs> those, to kind of come up with a response. Those were shots fired, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> 
whatever. You know, haters going to hate. Anyway, and then in round three, Jaden used a, he titled it No Evil Character is Safe. So it sounds like maybe there's some shenanigans going on or either it's like mass removal or I don't know. I have not watched that one. Have you, have you watched that one, Brad? I did. And that was, so there was some times where I was just like, there's no way he's going to get a block. Like there's just no way. And then of course, Jaden comes out and like blocks. (laughs) Like, (laughs) um, what's, what's Edgar the Wise's first name? Jacob. Jacob. Okay. Or Jacob. so he had like a incredible offense going just I mean, got it out there, up there. Like if I would have been up against that, like it'd have been a soul for sure. You know, what in the world would I have done? But it's it, it's a good game to go back and watch. Yeah. Lots of lots of great interaction in the battle phase. Nice. I'll definitely have to make sure I check that one out. Now, we mentioned earlier, I don't want to throw out the word flamboyant again, but we didn't mention it because of his logo change. And now if you go, Tyler Talks is actually part of the YouTube channel because it is now titled. So Tyler Talks has several videos that have come out, and I'll just go over the list of them quickly. And if you don't know what these are, go check them out. There's Shepherds Only, Egyptian Speed Rush, and then you know one that I definitely need to go check out is Blue and Orange Hand Control. And then Tyler Talks during a game. So he's playing a game. I believe he said he was playing, did he say Bobby, I believe? I started watching this one, and I got through about like three to five minutes, and then something happened. I turned it off, and I haven't gone back to it. But he's playing a newer player, and he he's obviously going to talk and, and commentate throughout that. So that's their Land of Redemption, I know we mentioned, and we will talk about it in a little bit because we're going to have Chad on. But... There is new devotional by Taylor on there about Naaman. And then See the Trees Take On, which is a series where Chad talks about certain decks that he's developed or tinkered with. And this one's called Money Tree. It's one of the ones that he designed for one of his playgroup members that went to nationals. So that's a deck you can go and read. And and Chad does a really good job putting these articles together to where he gives you like, you feel like you were there when he developed it or, or went through changes with the deck. Lots of details in his write-up, so that's something cool to to check out. Um, Quickly, just a couple of other things here before we get into kind of just running down um, the list of spoilers that have come out, because I do want to uh, mention that. But Series 15 is in Round 4. Those pairings are live for the uh, Zoom Discord Invitational. Then Lackey Grand Prix, titled To the Top of Mount Sinai. I believe it's Lackey Grand Prix number 12. That's also in round four. And then fundraiser update. We've got a 6,000 goal to purchase new packaging for GOC and IR. And as of 918, I don't believe there's been a, an update since then. But as of 918, we were $910 away. We had $5,090. Nice. And so those cards and, and the foil cards look really good. There was someone on the um, Redemption Facebook group posted and, and talked about the cards that he received and said the foil wasn't really, like, it looks really good, good quality cards. Um, so by all accounts, you should buy some of these cards, even if you don't spend crazy. At least get you a couple of second comings and three woes so that you can build multiple decks. That'd be cool. Or, I mean, if you want to bless players in your play group or something like that, 
there's something for everyone. And there's multiple somethings for certain people like Chris that want multiple copies. And I guess me too, because I want multiple copies. <laughs> yes, we're a little bit greedy. I'm sorry. Um, but it's all going to a good cause because if we can get new packaging, then we potentially put those new booster sets in different markets that they are not currently in because it will have updated packaging with the appropriate barcode and things like that. So that's something to think about. And then just to finish up here, Roots. Obviously, Roots is the big thing that I think people are looking forward to right now. I know I'm looking forward to it, and Roots is coming out in booster uh, sets shortly, soon. I don't know what the word is. I know that it was mentioned to me at Nationals by Rob that he planned on in sometime in October. So we are in October now. So at some point we will have that. And some of the cards that have come out, and I'll just read through this list. And if you don't know what the new version of this card does, then it's in the spoiler channel. So go and check that out. But there is Buckler, which is kind of a joke card, if we're going to be honest. But now it's a dominant. It's a good dominant and it, it works for warriors, so it's pretty cool. Philosophy, Job's Faith, which Job's Faith, a 7-0. Pretty good numbers on it. It's hand control. It fits in blue. I'm just saying that's a good card to play off Faith of Abraham and Patriarchs. Swift Beings. Swift Beings looks really good. It's got that Archangel's um, comic image for Gabriel on it. It's really cool. Uh, Zeal for the Lord, that's a classic. Jael the Shrewd, 2,000 Horses. Dungeon of my dude with the M name. I'm not even going to try to pronounce that. <laughs> Simon of Cyrene, Nathan the Rebuker, Assyrian Siege Army. We are Legion, Legion. Um, and then Vittles. You remember Vittles? You remember the first time I played him on you? You were like, dude, he draws what? That, that card's pretty cool. Apparently now it's a little toned down, whatever. But Emperor Vitilius, or Skittles, Vittles, whatever you want to, plenty of nicknames for that guy. And then we also mentioned earlier the Angel Under the Yoke. So these are all cards that are going to be coming out in Roots. And so with that, I mean, just join with us. Looking forward to that. And I guess we'll all find out together whenever that happens. But... I know that we are currently out of POC um, with Rob Anderson. So Rob will start packing POC with Roots. And then Roots will also be in, obviously, the new set, Israel's Rebellion, uh, moving forward. And then I think the target goal is for any old sets to also get that as they sell out the current print run and he has to repack more. So if he's got some packed, he's going to try to sell those packed with the filler cards before starting to pack roots in them. But eventually, all new print runs and uh, new packs will get packed with roots. But that's where we stand with that currently. So I guess we will get ready to jump right in. I know I kind of rushed for that uh, to burn through those. There's a lot of content for redemption these days now. It's not like I'm going to tell you two or three things. It's like, dude, there's a whole list. <laughs> but... Thank you guys for hanging out here, and we'll jump right into the conversation with Chad right here. Are you enjoying this episode of the podcast? If so, please consider supporting our sponsor, 
by visiting their webpage at covenantgames.com. There you will find a ton of family-oriented gaming products, including but not limited to the Redemption Collectible Card Game. Add a threshing floor playmat to your cart today and represent your favorite podcast at your next tournament or casual meetup. All right, so we're here with Chad. How you doing, Chad? Doing great. Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate yep. it. Always fun to talk to you. I think this is this is at least either number three or four on your appearance count. For sure. Always a pleasure. Yeah. So obviously we're here to talk about. Uh, I'm going to uh, I'm going to go ahead and clue you in. Like I gave the uh, the little title of the conversation here for you on the outline that I gave to Brad. It's called the Promised Land dash the New Land of Redemption because it's like. I mean, this is this is pretty big news. This is something that I think Redemption has longed for for a long time as something that's presentable to the outside um, perspective that shows our game in a really good light for being engaging and kind of pulling people in. And when you go to Land of Redemption and it pops with that, unite heroes and save souls and it's got the Guardian of Your Souls artwork. Boom, it's right there. It it kind of just slaps you in the face with, dude, what is this? I need to know more about this thing. So why don't you talk us into like your idea of how you got from where it was when you took over with uh, getting the site from Gabe to you, I guess, reaching out to Daniel, the creator, kind of mixing that up and what we have now on the site. Sure. Um, so I'm happy to answer that. And, you know, what it is now is actually entirely due to Daniel, the creator, in terms of the aesthetics. He actually reached out to me and he said, hey, I'm a web designer now and I'm building a portfolio. And so I am willing to take Land of Redemption. I think it has a lot of potential and give it a whole revamp, give it a whole new look. And he sent me like he already had sketched out a template of what it would look like. And I was like, yes, let's do that. So. <laughs> All I did was say, do it. And then he was like, okay, I'm going to have the site, you know, offline for a bit. I'll do all the work and then you can pop in and look at it, upload articles. So the only thing I did to help the process was content wise. Like there were a couple things that we needed in terms of content. We didn't have Tyler talks on Land of Redemption, which is, I that's a big miss. We should have had that sooner. And then Chamber of Angels podcast. And so I got all that stuff added in, got all the content up to date. But in terms of how it looks, that is entirely Daniel, the creator. And he did this just for the community. He did it for free of charge. And all he got out of it was addition to his portfolio. But he really wanted something that is a hub to where people can go on, just kind of like you were saying, on the internet, type in Redemption, and then they see this and they instantly figure out what the game is about how to connect to the community, um, how to play online, you know, how the game works, all of it. And I think he did just a fantastic job. Um, he took everything that I think Gabe envisioned Land of Redemption to be, even you, John, when you were part of it and me, and he put it all together perfectly. And so what we already had is all there. And then it just all looks way better. It's more streamlined, easier to access and just a, a truly an amazing gaming website. Like this is something you look at like, you know, Magic the Gathering and stuff like that in those games. They have stuff like this and now we have it, which is super cool. Yeah. I think when you mentioned back when you and I were helping out because the way I got involved with that was just 
hey, I'm trying to learn more about the game and, you know, kind of get more in tune with the community, figure out who people are and just kind of, you know, intermingle a little bit, you know, kind of put some roots down. Ha ha. See what I did there? Cause roots <laughs> is coming. But, um, I just, I reached out. He said he needed some help. If, if people were willing, they had time. And I was like, Hey, I've got time. Work was a different animal back then. It was like, I could get an afternoon game of redemption or two in <laughs> on webcam in the afternoons at work in my office. And now obviously that's, that's no longer the case, but at the time, had plenty of time, and I remember offering suggestions, and I didn't want to push the envelope too much about how we can make this a more modern website, but I also was working within the fact that it's a WordPress site that I don't know how much you can do with that, especially without a budget to do things. And one of the first things I suggested was like, can we get these old cards off of the top of it (laughs) and put some of these? We've got these great cards, these national promo cards. We've got all these you know, full, full art with no border cards, borderless cards. Can we make those kind of the focal point at the top? Mm. And I thought that was like a really big improvement when it happened and now to what it is. So I think probably from the early, from the early point of, and maybe it was, you know, maybe I thought about it more because I was helping with the land of redemption, but and Brad can attest to this. Like I've said, redemption needs a place where you can type in redemption.com or redemption CCG, redemption TCG, um, whatever it's going to be. And then you, you take that and boom, here it is. Everything you need in one place. And obviously with, um, Rob's setup, it's not quite that. <laughs> I don't want to, uh, I'm not trying to throw stones or anything, but obviously he's got a little bit of an older website. You have to click multiple links to get from the cactus front page to actually redemption and redemption is just a part of that site. But I thought that redemption needed a place where redemption was the site. Like it was all about the game. Um, And so when you talk about what Gabe envisioned when he designed land of redemption and came up with the idea, I really do think that's probably what he was thinking too. And it'd be really cool to get some of his thoughts on it, you know, at some point ask him about that, but I think it was, I don't want to misquote, but I believe it was Andy, who is one of your sponsors with Your Turn Games, said that it was like a front door for redemption, Mm. and then, I don't know if you saw in the PIX channel, but Justin Allstead and Jaden Allstead were set up, and they had their, their cards out, the starter decks, they had, you know, binders with cards, and then they had, you know, unfortunately, it wasn't an iPad, It was an Android tablet, you know, because they're on old technology, but they had an Android tablet up and it had the site on it and it just had, you know, like the first thing that pulls up where it has that image again, it just grabs you. It says, unite heroes, save souls, join our discord here. And they had it set up as like an engaging part of it. And it made, if you take that away, the table looks like a game, but you put that there and it feels like the game is like, it's super modern. It's like, when did this come out? It looks fresh. It looks cool. You know, we're getting all the cards on the new card face. We're Mm. bringing some of those old cards into it. And I think just (laughs) without just saying it over and over, I think it's so important for you to be able to tell someone to go there. And this kind of started actually before the redesign, you know, with the like, I'm new section and where do I go? 
And now, obviously, you go to Redemption CCG, mouse over that, and it's the first thing, hello, I'm new. You click on that, and it starts bringing up all these links, and you've got all of that in one place. We just did the recent news, and we talked about how much stuff the game has and how the, you know, going over recent news and whatever you want to call what we do at the beginning of the episode. That's gotten so much bigger since we started doing it. It used to be like, hey, I'm doing this this week. Jaden did this, and what's up? Robbie, I'm did this this week. What's up? And it's like, now there's like 12 different people doing things. But how do you think that helps you when you, in your position as a youth pastor that's sharing the game to your students, and now you have this site you can put them in contact with, or if parents are interested, that's the big thing, especially if you're doing it from a ministry standpoint, like with you as a youth pastor. If a parent's interested in this, you can be like, look, here's our site. Go and, you know, read all about it. So how how much do you think it works as a tool for kind of helping spread that, especially just to people that are completely unknown to it? Mm. No, definitely. I think that it's huge for that because, you know, like you said, before we would have to go to several different places to get a complete picture of the game, figure out the Discord, you know, figure out tournaments. You really had to go to the forums, to the Cactus Game Design site, and Land of Redemption. Now it's all here. So, you know, like I know Roy, for instance, he reached out to me and he said that he has a QR code card with a link to the Hello, I'm New on Land of Redemption. And he was asking me to add the new, um, oh, what is it? Oh, gosh, I'm trying to remember what it is. It's like the new um, player's guide or, you know, quick start guide. That's what it is for KNL. And he wanted me to add that to that page. And so, you know, now imagine for him, he has that card and boom, it's even better than it was. And it has it all here. You know, you don't need to go to the forums. You don't have to go to the other places. And so it makes it more streamlined and it looks a lot better, you know. So for someone coming in, like you said, they're going to see our game in the best possible light. They're not going to look at it as, wow, this is so 2002. You know, they're going to be like, wow, this game is like, this looks awesome. Like, this looks like a really well-polished product, which it is. Redemption is that. It's become that way. When you look at, like you were mentioning, all the progress with the, you know, new card face with rotation, now with roots, it is an incredibly well-designed, polished product that we all enjoy and we all see it that way. But for the average newcomer, I don't think they've gotten that picture. The only way you get that is by getting immersed in the community, buying some cards. But now people get that at the onset rather than going through all that work. And that just makes, you know, what this site is such a valuable tool in that regard. Because people get that impression right away instead of having to dig to get to that point. Yeah. So what are your first impressions with it, Brad? You've been been a little quiet over there. And I know you, I know you said at one point, me and you talked about it and you were like, I, I tend to have, I'm going to quote you. You said, I tend to have a critical eye, but I, en- I enjoy most of it um, or something like that. And obviously there's, there's going to be design elements that some people, you know, they really like. And then like, if you don't like purple or, or shades of purple, you're, you're probably like, ah, they could have done something different. But what, what do you think about it from, First of all, like as a front door for redemption, obviously it's not, it's, it's kind of like the quick start guide that Tyler uh, shared recently in the announcements channel that you mentioned here as well, Chad, but it's like, you go to that 
And it's not quite a website for redemption, but it's kind of pushing us towards something like that. This isn't necessarily a website for redemption, like an official website, obviously. And, and you know, it, it makes it known that this is a fan site that all images and everything's copyright to Cactus Game Design. But it's in the absence of that, this is the next best thing. Um, so just... Tell me what you think, Brad. Yeah, so I definitely have, uh, um, unfortunately, I guess sometimes, more of a critical eye towards things. But it's more not so much in the design aspects as it is in the practicality aspects of things. Of like just noticing, well, if they had this, it'd be a lot more clear. Or if you could just click on this instead of going somewhere else to click, that type of thing. Um, But my my first impression of the site, um, first off, is way better on the desktop than on the phone. I wouldn't say way better. It's just, it looks so good on a computer. <laughs> um, that's kind of how it's meant to be. Um, but I love it, man. It's like things are popping out as you scroll down or it's like kind of moving with the screen. Um, I, I like how big everything is and how easy it is to read. Um, it is very eye-catching. Uh, and a lot of things are easy to get to. I love that it's, man, it's, you scroll down from the, like the first page and you kind of just notice like it's got the very, you know, it's got the newest set, which is helpful because uh, <laughs> I remember when we first got in the game, I'm sitting there thinking like we bought the starter decks and I'm like, man, disciples are the best. Like these are the best things in the game. Bought those disciple packs. <laughs> and so I, I started buying disciple packs. I'm like, dude, John and uh, Peter in the uh, starter deck, like they're probably the best in the game. So I'm going to like, um, I'm going to give some enhanced, some more enhancements for them in these disciples packs, not knowing the disciples have been out for like, you know, 10 years and uh, there was way better cards. Um, but there wasn't really a place to even look to find out when stuff came out, you know, what set was the newest set what was going on, you know? So I really like that. I really like the fact that there's tournaments on the first page. So people know like, man, there's, this is active. If they're in Tennessee or Texas or Connecticut or wherever, they can see, man, this, this thing's as close. You got all these resources. Um, overall, I'm like super impressed and thankful to Daniel, the creator, and to Chad for really spearheading this and making it happen because it is much needed. Not not trying to diss too much on how it was before. It was good, but this is <laughs> this is a huge improvement. Yeah, Chad said uh, it doesn't look like it's from 2002 anymore. And no offense <laughs> to 2002. But that yeah. was like what uh, my math, my math, twenty one years. There we go. See, I mean, that we were twenty one years ago. <laughs> we, we were slinging uh, the real slim shady back then. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, dude, the radio was all like two thousand two. The radio was all probably still like Nelly ride with me and yeah. stuff like that. You listen, no doubt in the morning. Dude, we got we got to watch it though, Chad. He'll start singing like Usher, "Let It Burn" if we don't stop. <laughs> hey, music nope. hasn't gotten better since two thousand two. It was better back then, yeah, for I sure. I, I feel like two thousand seven was like the shift year. Mm. You know, like it, it's when Taylor Swift quit quit pretending to be country and she went full on <laughs> pop. <laughs> and hello, I'm sorry. Taylor can't come to the phone right now. And then she's like, just 
what was that that one song? The old me is dead, and she made that a song. And now she's taking Travis Kelsey down too, and the whole Chiefs organization, the whole NFL is downhill from here. Big time. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, sorry if you're a Swifty out there. Um, I I just don't don't jive with well, that. But she needed Travis Kelsey to revive her career. So, oh, now you're firing shots late in the mm. podcast. Mm. <laughs> there was some shots fired at the beginning of this podcast, Chad. So. Uh, yeah, got it. But anyway, um, so obviously all the credit for the design elements of it go to Daniel the Creator, since you said he had that kind of worked out, and he just volunteered that to add to his portfolio but obviously you can you can tell with volunteering to do that that obviously he has you know the interest of the game at heart as well wanting to give it a good a good look to the outside perspective again but here's one thing that I think is really cool about the site and obviously you said Brad that it is um, definitely better on on a computer because you get obviously just the full element of that graphic coming down, but it does look, I won't say as good, but it looked really well when the Allsteads had it on their table on a tablet turned sideways, kickstand. Um, it looked really great there. But if you look at it, it's not just that everything is here. And now obviously you can go to articles and that pulls up everything. You guys added Tyler Talks to it as well. So you've tried to put everything there as far as engaging. Join the Discord server. I mean, it's super easy. It's right there on the homepage. But now, if you scroll up past that, it gives you a little bit more of a, you know, like pulling you in, showing you some, you know, classic redemption work, uh, artwork here with the uh, image of Michael. And then the next thing is the latest set. But then under that, and that's the thing that I, I, I want to highlight here, is people are going to ask, how do I play once you tell them about a game? If they're interested, the first thing you got to do is find a way to capitalize on them being interested and make them want to play and give them an avenue to play. And I think that's kind of where there was a lot of disconnect in the past. Me and Brad, we got super excited about it, but if it wasn't for – if it was not for staying up till 3 and 4 a.m., sometimes all night long on a Wednesday night playing each other, just bashing our heads in again with the same decks over and over. Like, we didn't have you any other You can play a dominant play. after I've won the battle? <laughs> you didn't win the battle. battle Christian martyred me after I won? <laughs> but if it wasn't for us playing against each other, oh, where's the avenue for me to express and get into deck building and you know, finding out what I can do in this game, what I like. you got to have a way to play. Mm. I think this, obviously, it's not the greatest thing in the world, Lackey. There, there's issues with Lackey, and I don't care how many times someone gives me the analytics behind it. The Lackey shuffler is real. I will, I will take that to my grave. <laughs> like, you will see certain cards more than you should based on averages and probability. But anyway... All that aside, Lackey is how we can play online, and it gives them the full card pool once they get it. That is added right here to the main page. It lets you download Lackey and get started playing online. And if you click that download link, I did it before. I'm just going through it right now. It takes you to another page, which is the resources page. And maybe that's one of those things where, where Brad was mentioning, boom, it, maybe it should just download there, but... 
then you get to Lackey and it's on there. So you get it from two different ways. You get it from that homepage or if you hit resources, you read through all these resources that are available and then redemption is there as well on Lackey. But putting it out there that here's a way to play. You don't have to invest in cards. It's free to download Lackey. It's free to get the plug in. And now you have all the cards at your disposal. I think it's such an important thing, giving people an avenue to start playing games, even if they're just looking through the card the card pool and you know tinkering with deck building as you know kind of like their first touch with the game. But having that on the site is really important, I think, as well. How much of a focus do you think providing people and letting them know you mentioned seeing tournaments and knowing that it is an active and vibrant community and there are things happening? How important do you think it is for the site to show the the online community as well as far as like playing games? Because we don't just play at tournaments. Now we play online as well. Just honestly, maybe more than at tournaments sometimes. Yeah, it's vital to have that because like you said, you know, someone picks up the game. There's no one in their area that plays. They're not likely to stick with it if they can't actually play this game. You know, if they're a collector, then maybe they'll collect. But even that, the thing that really keeps you around with Redemption is learning how to play and enjoying that experience. So that directs them right to that. And, you know, that's a huge thing. The other thing that I wanted to mention is the nice thing that Land of Redemption's always been is kind of the, I call it, what's next. You know, I remember when I came back to the game in 2020 and I was wanting to learn how to play, learning how to deck build, Land of Redemption was so valuable for that because it has decks. It has, you know, all these different articles explaining, you know, the deeper things of the game. And so now, though, you get the starter stuff because I think it had that with Hello, I'm New, but now it does that really well. It brings you in. And then it gives you everything you need to flourish, which is what it's always done. So it has that complete package. And I think that that's one of my favorite things about the site the way it is now is before it had Hello, I'm New, but I think it lacked kind of bringing the player in. And now it has, as it always did, everything for what's next. Here's what's next. Here's what you do to get connected to the community. Here's how you deck build. You know, here's some strategy articles. You know, here's Jaden and Tyler explaining, you know, the ins and outs of the more advanced side of the game. And that's pretty valuable. How quickly was it, or I guess not quickly for you, Brad, but you got on Lackey before I did. And you started playing games online well before I did. How long from the time that we got into the game did you first download Lackey? Well, first off, I believe it was Chad who gave me the Apple version of Lackey to be even be able to play. Is that right? Might be. It's hard to get installed. <laughs> Not all heroes wear capes. <laughs> <laughs> there, there was something about like everybody kind of had a PC at the time, I guess, that was on. And like I was like, dude, I got a Mac and it won't let me ha- uh, do it. And it was like, man, talk to Chad. He'll hook you up. I think me and you messaged. This was like three years ago. So... Mm-hmm figured out a way for it to, to get on a, a Mac or Apple computer. So, and that's when me and you actually, you were one of the ones I played the most, I think back then. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah. We played quite a bit back in 2020. Yeah. yeah. Back then, you know, when we had a little bit more time, <laughs> that was like two kids ago. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, it was one kid ago. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're only partially kidding. But, um, yeah. I, I had a little bit more time with my schedule. I, I could kind of, uh, get on Lackey about the same time each week or a couple of times each week I had like those time slots and it was it was actually 
the, the fact, cause I, I didn't have very many cards. And so it, when me and John played and you didn't really have that many either at the time, but we, we just, we were limited to, to those cards that we had. And one of the frustrating things was you would think you would see a card online and you'd be like, man, this card is going in my deck. It's so good. It's going in my deck right now. I'm ordering off of your turn games. Boom, boom, boom. You get like four or five cards. They come in, you start playing when you're like, man, this ain't as good as I thought it was. And you just put them away. And it's like, lackey, <laughs> it don't work like that. It don't it, even work it like better it says on the card it does. Than it does deck, right? so, uh, but lackey really helps you figure out which cards do you need to buy, what strategies work, what, like John was saying, what what's your play style? What, what's some things that you're really going towards? So I, I really like that about lackey. And um, for somebody online who... Like in Alabama, there's like four or five of us that play. So to get an actual <laughs> and they live game three hours is like apart. pretty hard. Yeah. <laughs> and me and John are always busy, so we can't ever link up. So, I mean, I guess we could if we didn't podcast. But <laughs> but Lackey really, like you could play with somebody in Oregon <laughs> from Alabama. And, you know, it's, it's, it's so cool to have that. How long, though, like from when we started playing, did you first get into? Did you first get that from Chad? Within six months, I would think. Uh, it's probably less than that. Okay, okay. Let's just say it's four months. So you come in, you get access to the game, and four months later. I mean, dude, if you'll just scroll down, like you can get it day one <laughs> at here. It's like yeah. putting it out there. Now, speaking of that, you, you told me I had a little bit of a critical eye, and, that, and that's one thing I would say um about that on there just one one of the things um chad i'm sorry much. he's about to go off <laughs> no 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 it's, it's just a li- pipe it's bomb just, it's, <laughs> it's it's little details when i heard the name lackey first of all i laugh at that name because it sounds so weird i'm like i don't want to play anything called lackey okay it just like the name turns me off to it but even just having a little description of uh this is how you play online like that would cause somebody to click on that and be like, oh, okay, well, I can play people online like that. Other than just having it lackey, you know, CCG or whatever it was. it's uh, Or Redemption on lackey. Those are the little things I'm talking about. Because if it were me and I was scrolling on the site, I would never even click on that. Mm, got it. Appreciate the feedback. It's helpful. But it look it looks great, but it's just, you know, if you're like... I just think about myself. I'm weird like that. If you're not looking at it on the resource page and you're looking at it on the main page, it does say play redemption online and then says redemption okay, CCG is available. And then you click the link. So I don't know if that's changed since you, you first looked at it. No, I was on the resource page. So oh I, yeah. I so on the main page, it does specify that it's for online ah, play. Boom. So it looks good now. And I think that's a lot of things. And there's, there's even Paul's given from a lot of people when something like this, like this looks really good, but it, it looks like it would be a lot to maintain as well. Even something just like the, the background of the cities where it's lists the tournaments and then the tournaments themselves, somebody's going to have to be keying that stuff in. So is this like an ongoing arrangement? Is he maintaining the website? Who's in charge of that? Just something that you and Charles are, are going to continue working on now or is daniel the creator still going to be involved in that part of it yeah my understanding uh, from talking to him and this is actually a good thing for him and i to clarify further but is that he'll be available on a consulting basis like we already had one thing come forward that someone mentioned so some of the stuff in terms of how 
the website set up. It's actually still through WordPress, which is even more amazing. He did all this through WordPress, which I don't know how he pulled that off. Um, it's incredible that he pulled that off. But so I know how to edit a lot of it in WordPress, but he's available if I can't figure something out. But in general, yeah, Charles and I will be keeping this up, um, which, you know, is a lot, but him and I have a good arrangement set up to split kind of the workload. And I've kind of taken a step back from some of the other stuff I was doing in the community. I used to help out with play testing and I don't do that anymore. Um, I decided, you know, with my work life, family life, the time I do have for redemption, I'm going to focus on land of redemption, the play group I run, and then trying to play and deck build a little bit myself, you know. So I've kind of stepped away from some other stuff so I can really devote attention to this and make it something and hopefully keep it going. Um, I won't guarantee that all the tournaments will always be up to date. There might be some times where I'm a bit behind on some stuff, but I'll be doing my best with it with Charles and we'll we'll keep it up and maintain it. But yeah, he's available to help us, which I appreciate. He wasn't like, all right, I created this and now you're on your own. See you guys later, which I appreciate. By the way, props to uh, balancing your your life in such a way to be able to maintain all that because I'm with you. I have, you've passed your family and I also am technically in charge of our website and app, which is kind of a joke for me because <laughs> nowhere near <laughs> what you guys are doing. Uh, but like even thinking about it and being able to plug in is, is really like you have to be on top of your time management and stuff like that. And so definitely appreciate that. Um, is, is, uh, is any of that, uh, set up in such a way that like when a video goes on YouTube, it automatically puts it on the site or do you have to manually do everything? Yeah, we have to manually do everything. Um, which, you know, is kind of a bummer, but that's the way it's set up and, it works, you know, it works out. But hey, I appreciate that. It took me time to figure that out. I've not always been the best at time management. But, you know, I feel like as you go through more and more in life, the Lord teaches you how sometimes mm -hmm. just by the school of hard knocks. But, you know, for me, how it's set up now, like redemption's pretty much my main hobby. I, I do some other stuff like right. go fishing from time to time. I play tennis. You hey, know, fishing. Kind of, I, I heard it. Yeah. There was a shout oh, out to yes. fishing. <laughs> hey, fishing, fishing is the holy hobby. Look how many of the disciples were fishermen. You know, that that's the holy hobby. What do you guys fish up your way? What, what oh, are you man. fishing for? Well, we've got a, just about everything out here. Right now it's salmon season. So all the salmon are coming in the bay and unfortunately for me i've gotten offered like two to three salmon trips but my back is in that rough shape right now so i can't really go out on a boat at the moment but we do that uh, we go out on the ocean um deep sea you know we we're fishing for rockfish uh, there's this fish called ling cod halibut and then the tuna come in here sometimes so we go out for tuna and then for fresh water we got you know steelhead that run in and then you know, there's bass, but they don't get big like down south. We don't have Florida strain. That's a that's then, a bummer. Yeah, the bass. I here, feel so bad for you. <laughs> they're tiny bass, and then you know, in Oregon, it's a diverse state. So you go to the middle of the state, and there's some really good trout fishing, like fly fishing. Um, so there's some variety, but yeah, where we're at, it's a lot. M most of the stuff you do is out in the ocean, um, which is really fun. Yeah. To piggyback off of both of you having this discussion, this would probably be a really cool thing if maybe we could get like Robbie, him, Jaden, Tyler, a couple of different people. But 
you talk about time management and, and playing playing the game, but also having responsibilities because you care about the game and you want the game to further itself and new players come to the game and have something cool. I think that's kind of why all the people that are creating content for the game are doing it. Obviously, it's it's something that's it's a hobby to podcast, sure. It's definitely not a job because we would be fired. <laughs> but, um, like, I this is a hobby for me. Making videos is a hobby for Jaden. It's not things that are necessarily bringing in money. But then finding a way to balance that with also still trying to find time to have fun with the game at its most basic level of this is a game that I came to and I enjoyed and I play it for enjoyment. And, you know, balance that with the aspect of what feels like work to continue to put this content out for other people to enjoy the game and, you know, kind of fall in love with it the way that we did. That'd be a really cool conversation and case study of different people, how they how they feel like their role fits in with that within the community mm. at, at large. Sometime down the road, we can have some big like powwow, maybe like a, I don't know, group discussion on, on that. That would be kind of cool, like a roundtable type thing. Yeah, that'd be great. That's a feather to... Sticking the cap on another day. We'll, uh, hmm. we'll 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 try to make that happen another time. Not obviously this episode or anything. So we'll pull it back, get back to it. But as far as if someone has suggestions on the website and things that obviously we we enjoy it. It's it's a a marketed improvement from what it was. But obviously, to say that I'm better than I was yesterday doesn't mean I can't get better tomorrow. There's all, always things that we can improve on and we can, you know, look to, I guess, more Brad mentioned, like streamlining things and making it, you know, those little tweaks and things. So I I, I would hope that you're open to that since I've already opened this line of communication here. <laughs> but if someone does have suggestions like that, what's the best way to approach that for you guys? And maybe that's something like you could add on the website, like if you have a suggestion, the way it just drops into like kind of an inbox for you guys. But um, how would you like someone to give you those suggestions? Yeah, um, and definitely I'm open to that. You know, even the fact that Daniel reached out to me and I right away was open to him rehauling the entire site. I'm no expert in web design, okay? <laughs> I, I really don't know much about it, and that's why I'm always open to input. So if you have anything that you want, anyone at all in the community, and you're like, oh, this would be cool, just DM me on Discord. And I, I'll happily hear it out and I can talk it over with Charles, mention it to Daniel, and it doesn't guarantee it'll get implemented. But, you know, one thing about Land of Redemption I want to emphasize, this is a community deal. This That's what it is. It's not, you know, just the Chad and Charles show. Anyone that wants to help with Land of Redemption can. That's been the whole point of it all along. That's why we have people that can be authors and contribute content. And so if you do happen to have abilities and you know how to help edit a website and stuff and you want to help out as an editor for Land of Redemption, reach out to me. I, I'm open to having more people on the team. Um, we'd be happy to have you on board. And, you know, obviously we have more work now with the new site than we, we did with the old one. And um, another thing, you know, we definitely want original content. So we feature content like this awesome podcast and Jaden and Tyler and Chamber of Angels and Rob M. And, but we want to have original content too. And so, you know, whether that be, you know, just you having a, a deck building article or a tournament report or, you know, even a devotional, reach out. We want to have original content and it doesn't matter how experienced you are. Like we've had people that are very new to the game sharing stuff. 
and then people that are national champions. So um, that's something I want to emphasize. This is for the community and it's run by the community. And so it is really open to anyone who wants to be on board and be a part of making Land of Redemption, you know, better even than it is now. So it's a, a FUBU site for us by us. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm getting it right now. I'm picturing it in my head. I put, I put the pieces together. You mentioned the Chad and Charles show, and then you said mm-hmm. we want original content. So are you, are you saying you guys are coming out with your own YouTube channel called the Chad and Charles show? Cause that would be pretty oh, cool. <laughs> that would be cool. You know, I am pretty bad with YouTube. I tried to do a couple videos where I <laughs> did the drawing for the fundraiser. And those were, <laughs> those were rough. <laughs> I am not a, I am not good with YouTube, but you know, Charles, that being said, he, some of you may remember a while back, he had a booster draft. Um, video. Oh, yeah. He has a couple more of those. They're a lot of work to edit because they're long, but he does plan at some point to release those. So I could see, you know, Charles having some good YouTube content down the road. And he seems to be a little bit more savvy with that than than me. Uh, so, yeah, I could see a Charles show happening with YouTube. You mentioned that you didn't you are not a web designer or whatever. Now you mentioned not being that great with YouTube. I guess that makes sense because. You remember the first time we had you on the podcast, you couldn't get on whatever service I was using to record because you were using Firefox. (laughs) (laughs) I still use Firefox. The only time I use Google Chrome is for this with you. you It's simpler for me. You were like, please don't hack me, Hendrix. (laughs) I'm a lowly Mozilla Firefox user. (laughs) Those were good times, man. Those were good times. I'm, I'm 28 going on 60 when it comes to, you know, technology. So <laughs> I, I'm, I'm an old soul at heart when it comes to the internet and, you know, tech. But I do use Mac, so that makes me, I think, a little better that, than that, some that people. That does make you better than some people. I have I have slowly converted all the computers at work to, uh, to Macs now. So I had to tell them when they were doing recent job postings, and it was like, must be adept at using Windows PCs. No, you need to change that to you need to change that to Mac computers or ability to learn. It doesn't just scroll differently, guys. There's other things too, but I think it's far superior. But that's just me. But yeah, so the website looks great, and I think everything about it feels like an improvement. Now, once a one suggestion that I have. That, you know, now that I, I've asked you about whether you're open to suggestions, you said you were, you said to DM you. Don't want to DM you this one. I'll just throw it out there. Do you think that there could be a possibility in the most respectful way? If it, it can't happen, that's fine, too. But for Land of Redemption, you know, we talked about that online play and you've got tournaments there. Well, now if you marry those two together, we've got some online unofficial tournaments that are pretty big for the community and would allow someone oh, that man. doesn't have anyone in their area to connect and play mm. some competitive games or, you know, like get their foot wet in that area. So do you see a future potential for maybe including that somehow? Or, I mean, I don't know necessarily how that would go because a lot of it's done based through discord, but maybe you could do like the current standings and then enter the next having some kind of, of like, sign up form that could be ported over to 
um, Jay for his tournament and then Rob M for theirs. But do you think that would be something worthwhile to add to the site? Well, I think that's an excellent idea. And the really nice thing about that is each of them have their own Discord. So we can just port directly to the Rob M Studios Discord and the Lackey Grand Prix Discord and have, you know, that there. I'm going to look into that. That would be excellent. That's such a good idea because, yeah, those are one of the things that are a new thing to the community that have been such a great, you know, gift because then instead of just having to post, hey, looking for a game, okay, I'm playing the same person 30 times in a row because we have the same time zone, you know, you get this opportunity to play a variety of players and be in a tournament setting, which makes it more fun. Yeah, we need to add that. Great idea. Good is, thought. Is, it, is that how you felt about me and you playing all the time? Or? No. <laughs> you know, I was I was blessed that... He got tired of winning, okay? We were, we were called the, uh, the the hog crew, the Hoot Owls, yeah. Hoot, Hoot Owls Gamer Guild, because yes, there were all of us that were up super late at night, and there were some good players, like, you know, you and the Justin Allstad and Mike Lasky, 7-7 Godspeed, and... Um, man, Jay Chambers used to be a part of that. And so, you know, we were all up super late playing games. Oh, and, uh, Seth, man, I miss Seth. Yeah. I wish he was back, but you know, all of us were on, you know, in the wee hours of the night. And that, that was, man, that was, that was one of Lackey, you know, one of the prime eras during COVID. I, I think Seth and Renee were probably the, me, you, Seth and Renee were probably the ones I played the most when I first got Lackey. Mm. Because uh, Seth and Renee were always looking for games, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> just always. And I was like so desperate to try to figure out how to actually play this game right. I was, it was cool. But yeah, that's a great idea, John, about um, the Zoom Discord and Lackey. Thank goodness for Rob M and Jay for keeping those going, and then Rob Smith for picking it up this tournament. Yeah, I think anything that helps us move away from that person that comes in finds a game, discovers it. And I think you see it on Discord a lot. It's like, is there anyone from, and they list their town, and like the next closest person's like six hours away. And it's easy for them to then check out and be like, okay, no one's around me to play. But if now there's not only we're, we're giving you, and that was a great for, you know, Daniel to include that on the site kind of in a prominent way to get lackey and play online. But then if you can also port that over and say, hey, now there's a potential unofficial tournament that you can play in. Maybe that's another area. Like if there's if we ever pick up, I don't know where it currently stands for doing some of those monthly online official tournaments, which are through Zoom and and whatever. I I, I believe they use Zoom and or or Discord or whatever. I've only done one of those, but if those unofficial or those official tournaments come back, maybe finding a way to include those just to say, even if you're on your own. You're, you know, you're out there on that island alone. As long as you have, you know, a connection to the internet, which most people are going to have nowadays, you can play this game and you can find different people to play and you can feel like you're part of the community without getting turned away because there's no one playing in your area. Um, Mm -hmm. And so that's where like the heart of that suggestion is and anything that like furthers, you know, further limits the chance that someone has that encounter where they come in, get bored because no one's around to play and then they're out. Because we need to start, once we get them in, we need to engage them and keep them and, and show them, you know, the best thing about this game, which is the community that it harbors and, and fosters. And, I mean, you never get to that point if you think you're all alone. 
even if you join a discord and, and people don't engage with you as a new player, then you're just, you know, the most alone place sometimes can be a crowded room type of thing. You need somebody that engages with you and, and, and provides that potential for you to play this game at its most basic level and, and just enjoy the game for what it is. That's that's where that suggestion came from. But You're getting deep on us there, Hendrix. Hey, man, I ain't trying to get too deep, but I think that... <laughs> it's a good idea. I've, I've said as as great of things as I can about the site, I don't really have any, any super negatives or anything. There's obviously... You know things that you can hope for an improvement or whatever um, in the future, and you know, my only thing is that like whatever it takes to keep it looking sharp and and fresh for the future, to where you know a year from now it doesn't feel outdated, that type of thing. So if you do have time, if you're you know Chad put it out there, he's he's open to help if you have time to help. I know at one point I had time to help with Land of Redemption, and I chose to do that. So if you're out there, you have time, you're good with computers. If you use a Mac and not a PC, I'm sorry. Uh, if you if you're good with computers, you can. <laughs> no specific computer required. You can uh, just don't use Firefox. If you use Firefox, <laughs> but yeah, if you want to help maintain the site, because I think that's the next step is to make sure that it doesn't, you know, get passed by just because, you know, people don't have time to load those tournaments and things or whatever, mm-hmm. you know start falling to the crack and it feels like, hey, it was cool, you know, back when it first came out and whatever, to keep it fresh, just more eyes on it, more more hands helping. You know, many hands make light work, so get with Chad if you're available to help with that. And I think that's that's pretty much all I got to say about Land of Redemption. I do have one other closing point that I want to do, but I'll just open the floor for you guys if you have any final thoughts on on the site and the, you know, the transition from what it was to now, then feel free to take it and run with it. Sure. I'll mention uh, something. So we've talked a lot a bit, a lot about what Land of Redemption offers for the newcomer. And, you know, I definitely wanted to be that, but I also wanted to continue to be a place where people that are wanting to improve at the game can really have resources to get better and so, you know, I think we have that with all the featured content, but one piece of original content that I started myself is See the Trees Take On, and it's a deck building series. And so basically, I developed the philosophy a while back that I'm just going to share all my deck builds. Um, I build a decent number of decks, uh, some for myself, some for playgroup members, and I I'm all mine. I'm going to share. But one thing I do is I wait to share them till they're kind of at a refined point. Um, That way, I'm not just posting something I crafted that night, but I've really put a lot of thought into it, tested it a bit to give people a look at what a, you know, refined deck is. But I had this thought and I'm kind of going to change it. So it's no longer going to be see the trees take on, but it's going to be see the trees deck database. And so what that means is, One thing I've realized is what we've always had in the community is people will post their deck, get some comments on it, and then that deck just stays there. But I was part of Magic the Gathering for a while, and one of the communities I was in had a deck database. And what would happen is is people would go in and they'd post their deck, and then they'd update it over time. And so you could log in and see, oh, wow, they changed their deck, and then you could go and see what changed. And then it had a change log at the bottom. 
And that was invaluable because then you learn the process of, okay, a deck isn't finished the minute you craft it. There's this refining process. And so I really wanted, I feel like that's something that there's been no place to go to for that in the community to see the refining process that happens in deck builds. So what I'm gonna be doing is my decks that are active, I will continually refine them and update them and have a change log so people can log in and see what that process looks like and to see the thought that goes into, oh, well, I changed this because this wasn't working anymore. And so that's something that I'm hoping, you know, to offer to um, people in the community as another way to improve is kind of learning through that refining process, not just like, oh, here's this deck, hopefully it helps you, but here's this deck and here's what it looks like to continue to make it better. Um, and so I'd invite anyone that wants to do that as well. You know, if you want to do deck building articles like that and then update yours, it can be part of the database and we can add it in. And so that's something I really want to get going on Land of Redemption moving forward. That does sound like a, a pretty cool idea, especially like being able to, because you said those decks kind of just sit there, but sometimes people get suggestions and they're like, oh, I'll try that. And then like, I read that you know, six weeks later, a month later, I don't know what it is. And I'm like, well, I wonder if that change really helped him. And it's like, do I take the time to build the whole deck? Or it'd be cool to just see if how that change, you know, how it ended up faring. Um, you know, if it's like I was running Chariot of Fire, but then I I realized that I can't play this on New Testament Prophet, so I took it out because I didn't realize that. Um, I'm sorry, whoever I cheated last tournament season when I was playing that, <laughs> but hmm. yeah, it'd be cool to kind of see the, the change log with that. That's pretty cool. And it's kind of like, it almost makes it, um, the reg to where you can see what changes and see kind of like the state of the game and rulings, um, to be able to follow that through a deck. Now, how much work do you think something like that is going to take? So if someone, you mentioned that someone could have theirs added. So if I have a deck and I want to share and I'm, I'm cool with this idea, of sharing my deck in its raw form and then the changes or whatever are more raw form, then how, how hard would that be to submit the changes to you guys to get that put, put up with the change log? Yeah, really all it would take is sending over, here's updates, here's what I added, here's what I cut, here's my thoughts. So add, cut, and then a thoughts section on why you did the changes. And then we could take that and update it. Um, so, and the nice thing about it is it's really just taking a little extra time. Once you've refined your deck, you like your changes, you just send that in. Um, and so, you know, that's all I'd say, add, cut, summary of why you changed it. And then we can add it into the article from there. And, um, yeah, so I, I hope that it can be something that's helpful, uh, and beneficial to everyone as they are continuing to grow as deck builders and learn more and. Yeah, for now, it'll just be me. I have actually, oh, the other thing I should mention, um, if a deck, it's like, oh, wow, this deck is no longer relevant for the meta, it'll get an outdated tag. And so, you know, it's like, this isn't going to be updated anymore, but you can reference it, you know, as something, you know, to get ideas from. But so I'd say if a deck, I, I need to decide the timeline, but I'm thinking if it goes like eight months without an update, then it will get the outdated tag. And then if the author submits an update, it'll go back into the, you know, pool of, you know, regularly updated decks. But um, that's the other aspect to it. Sounds like a very cool idea. Definitely looking forward to seeing that. You got anything you want to want to add, Brad, before I finish with my point? 
<laughs> or my 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 thing. It's not really a point. I just I have something I want to say on the record. Yeah, I got two things, um, and I'll be done. You need these um, keys. And you've been pimped. <laughs> oh, wow. From Pimp <laughs> You got a daggum hot tub in the back of your truck or a pool table. Uh, <laughs> I got a fuzzy I got a fuzzy sunroof. <laughs> remember they put an aquarium in one of those with fish? Yep. I remember there oh, was man. one. I remember there was one, dude. It was like they found, like, it had a roach infestation and they found rodents in it while they were trying to tear it apart. And when they came back to get the car, they were like, well, two things, uh, actually three things. We couldn't pimp your old one. It was so bad. We just had to buy you a new car and then we pimped that. And here's the keys and you officially been pimped. (laughs) They had to buy them a new car because they checked out when they saw the rats in it. (laughs) Oh man! Golly. Like the, the the peak of television. Yeah, for sure. But I like what I like what you said, Chad, about um, also like people like that have been in the in in redemption for a while go into land of redemption to catch those articles of like because like you do a really good job about really writing out about your deck and the thought process behind it and everything. And I think that's what makes players better is when they can start picking up on the thought processes of some people. Like if you watch redemption with Jaden, you're going to pick up on his thought process. If you listen to like, um, Nick Marshall on the chamber angels podcast today, you're going to pick up on his thought process about things. When you read your articles, you pick up on those. And uh, that that's very helpful in, in a game that is very complex, uh, to not, to, to kind of branch out from your own kind of thoughts about how the game should go and offense and defense and really incorporate other people's strategies. That's really cool. So that would be uh, number one. Number two, uh, I need to ask a favor of you, Chad. Um, Putting him on the spot. If you are ever in Alabama, if you're ever in Alabama, and I hope you come here one day, I need you to correct people in saying salmon instead of salmon. Because there's a lot of people here (laughs) that say salmon. (laughs) And it's not okay. That is not okay. John was one of them. We we converted him. But... What? <laughs> I'm just kidding. My pastor says salmon. Like he'll be like, I went to Sam's and got a salmon. Uh, every time, I'm like, no. But you know, you, you know, you know, another one of those words that like gets mispronounced around here is I used to be really good friends with a guy that was from around Chicago area, and he would talk about going back home to Illinois. <laughs> uh, yep. People in Alabama, Illinois. Illinois. No, there's only one of them. There's only one. There's, there's not noise. two noise. There's, targets, there's only one noise. <laughs> you just had to ask oh, everything. Word. Words. Yeah. Them Sims cards. Let me get them Sims cards. <laughs> oh my goodness! You know, there's no place worse with pronunciation though than Canada. Canada's mm. the worst. My Canada wife is, is the there. worst. I can agree with that. Yeah, Canada's the worst. Just, just end just it there. That's the sentence. Yep. Canada's the worst. Just the worst. <laughs> yeah, Justin I'm Bieber just from there. Uh, you know. I'm just kidding. Is it? Is it Jared originally from there, or has family there, or something? Jared I think Strauss. So. Yeah. 
I, I remember him mentioning visiting family in Canada or something like that. You trying to do more shots on this podcast, John? No, I'm not. I was just. <laughs> like, that's why I'm trying to. I'm Jared trying to pull it from back. Canada. <laughs> no, I'm trying to pull it back because I like don't want to offend. Oh, somebody man. in the community. Look! Look! All offend. So saying Sam and Salmon would offend us in the Northwest. Now, from the very north, you want to know how they say something that's sacred to the South? They say buffet, buffet. That's how they say it, buffet. That's how my wife Whoa. says buffet. Hey, She's like, let's hey go now. to the buffet. I know my way around a buffet. I know how to say that word. Yeah. So that's offensive. How they call that up north? They say it wrong. Uh, yeah, well, buffet. P- people in the south still get mad when people call soda pop. We say like, pecan, not pecan. Things yeah, like that. Yeah, it's definitely pecan, not pecan. I'm sorry, it's not pecan. It's not. But a you know, pecan. like in Virginia, in Virginia, that's like the difference. Like people from Virginia, uh, Virginia area call it pecan, and mm. like some people in like Tennessee might even. But like it's 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 like. It's basically Alabama and Mississippi on an island calling it pecan. <laughs> People in Georgia's like, nah, dog, we we know what it is. They got the peaches down in Georgia. People in Alabama and Mississippi's like, no, it's still pecan. Pecan pie? You mean pecan? No. So, yeah. But earlier, I'll, I'll rein it in here. I'll, I'll get us on a more serious note. Earlier, you mentioned that um, I was getting a little deep. And that's funny because here is a spot where I do want to handle kind of a, a more deep topic for a moment. Um, and that's Jay Chambers. I am the first person that will make a joke at Jay Chambers' expense. He makes it so awfully easy. Like, it is super easy to do it. He makes it easy. And we've we've had our time talking about him. And, you know, me and Jeremy crack jokes about him. Me, Jeremy, and Tyler the more people you add to the little party, the more jokes we just kind of crack or whatever. But it's all in good fun. We love Jay. Jay has a special place in, in my heart because if it wasn't for getting to go when, you know, we first started playing the game and I went and met him and Jeremy for the first time and I, I did that, you know, Saturday where we hung out and played and I saw, like, top level, like, this is what a deck can do and look like. And it really engaged me. I was like, my deck doesn't do that. How do I get from me sucking to that? And it like it gives me something to look forward to. And I was hooked from that moment on. Um, and that was shortly after 2019 Nationals. Here we are, four years later. So I've got a lot of history with Jay now, I feel like. And I don't want to uh, talk this up too much. But for all the things that I say about Jay, I, I, I would like, I hope everyone knows that I, I love Jay, but I saw something while I was away and I haven't really commented. I haven't even said anything to Jay. So I'm sorry, buddy, for that. But they have not had success with having a child to this point, and they are now expecting their first child. So I wanted to make sure for all the all the stuff we say, life is so much bigger than the jokes that we make. So I wanted to go on the record here on the podcast saying congratulations to Jay and his wife, Alexis. And there will be a baby chamber. I guess he'll need Mm. another chamber in the future so it can be baby chamber brothers. But there will be another chamber. Probably coming out holding a pack of GOC or something. (laughs) (laughs) But just want to say congratulations to Jay. Definitely. Congrats. Congrats, Jay. 
Jay's a good dude. He's definitely a good dude. I probably made that a little awkward just throwing it here at the end. I meant to do it at some point, like in the recent news, and I forgot, and I didn't want to end the the podcast without saying it. So, yeah, when when you were going through that, I was not expecting. I mean, I was sitting there thinking, like, <laughs> what is he going to say? What is he going to say? Oh Cause, man, cause okay, you, wow, like, congrats, dude. Let's go <laughs> another chamber. Yeah. So you you always expect me to crack some kind of like weak hearted joke or something. But I've got a, I got a, I got a serious side too. Mm-hmm. I just don't use it very often. Mm-hmm. I keep turning around, but I can't get to it. <laughs> um, so I guess we'll we'll work on ending the episode here. Chad, the site looks fantastic. Thanks for taking yes. that torch because I know that I feel like Gabe was at a point to where he was needing to get some some of that stuff off of his plate so that he could, you know maybe get back towards that, you know, more basic appreciation of the game from just this is a hobby that I, I fell in love with and not everything about it is kind of like work. But you being able to take that torch for the Land of Redemption site and now, you know, see it kind of revamped with Daniel the Creator offering to do that. It's got it in a good spot. So definitely thank you for doing that for the community. Thank Daniel for his contributions there. And Guys, share it with your friends. Use it like the Allsteads did as a prop for, not really a prop, but just to showcase the the site when you do your, you know, display tables for tournaments and whatnot. It's a a really cool resource that we have now. It's a good front door for the game. It's a a good first spot for someone to find. So let's make sure we're using it for that. And I'm super excited about, you know, the potential that it offers for the game to the outside perspective. I know I've mentioned that a couple of different times, but I really do think that it gives this game kind of that little bit of edge it needs to kind of attract maybe a Magic the Gathering type player. So thanks, Chad, for for your role in, in bringing that to us. My pleasure. And thanks for, you know, this podcast to kind of get it featured and get the word out there too, you know, that we're looking for help and original content. So thank you, both of you guys. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. So... I guess we'll go ahead and sign off there and we'll catch you on the next episode. Peace. All right, guys, that's going to do it for this episode of the Threshing Floor Podcast. I want to thank you guys for listening along. Thank Chad for coming on. Thank Daniel, the creator, for this brand new look to Land of Redemption that I think is really going to help, you know, with the outside perspective. We mentioned that a few times, but super excited to have that as a tool for the community now and outreach for this game. So definitely want to thank those guys and we'll look forward to catching you on next week's episode. Peace. Peace.